What's up, Badger fans? Stock up, stock down after the Illinois game. Locked on Badgers. Let's go. You are Locked on Badgers, your daily podcast on the Wisconsin Badgers. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. What is going on, Badger fans? Thank you so much for joining us on the Locked on Badgers community, your show every single day, our show every single day as a Badgers fan. Thank you so, so much for tuning in. I'm Ryan Herrings. I really appreciate it. And let's do some stock up, stock down coming off the Illinois game. Let's get into it right away. Stock up. Braylon, big dog, Allen, B.A. He was awesome. He was awesome this game, right? 162 total yards for seven missed tackles. hundred. What was it? hundred. I have a hundred and twelve yards after contact. That's per PFF. Put that out. Um, phenomenal game. But it was more just the tone. Braylon Allen ran really hard. He ran physical. And I've said this before. I don't think a lot. It's always Braylon Allen's fault. People get hurt. Like that happens. But this wasn't. This was a game the Badgers were able to ride Braylon Allen, and he showed you the type of player he is when you can do that, right? Illinois got sick of tackling him. They got sick of dealing with him. He was physical. He was tough. He fell forward. That huge third and ten run on that last drive. A credit Phil Longo. Credit the offensive line. Credit Braylon Allen, right, for picking that up in the biggest of moments. Braylon Allen was an absolute stud today, five yards per carry. And also on that first big Will Pauling throw, that was Braylon Allen picking up the blitzer, stoned him. We've talked about Braylon Allen as a pass catch. We've talked about some of the issues he's had this year. He stepped up in this game in pass pro, ball security, carrying the load, being the horse, he was physical. He dominated um, some of those Illinois linebackers and safeties coming up. He put the one guy into the dirt. He didn't just put him in the dirt. He buried him. Like, that dude's going to grow a tree in seven years because he, he put him into the dirt like a seed. He is incredible in this game. So, Braylon on stock up. Also, like, this doesn't get talked about a lot, but we all know why that last play to Nolan Rucci works, right? It's because Illinois sent 10 to try to stop Braylon Allen. I mean, right? Like, he he, he – that's, that's the part of this game where Braylon Allen was so good, Illinois had to commit to stop him on that third and goal, which frees up. It's a great play call. We're going to talk about Nolan in a second. But that play doesn't might not work if Braylon Allen is averaging three yards a carry or if he's not the workhorse he was this game. So huge game, Braylon Allen, stock up, let's go. Uh, Braden Locke, stock up. That's an obvious one, right? Braden Locke, stock up, steps in his first full game as a starter starting on the road against the Big Ten team. A Big Ten team with a coaching staff full of defensive pedigree. Bielema's a defensive guy. They have Jim Leonard on staff, Aaron Henry. Like, this is a defense that was really good last year. They got a good front seven. This is on the road. Like, it's Illinois. It's not Alabama. It's not Ohio State. It's not Georgia. It's not Penn State. We get all that. It's also not Furman. It's not the Citadel. It's not Georgia Southern or Buffalo. Like, going to, you know, Urbane, Champania. And um, I'm always pronounced that. <laughs> but going to Illinois – on the road, your first start in your 21 of 41, 21 of 41, 240 yards, two touchdowns, zero picks. He did have the fumble. Ball security is something he has to get better at. But I think it's everything else too, right? It is, and this is a comment we got from our show. And again, it's I'm all about getting comments from the community up. Locke reminds me of Brock Purdy. That's from Bryce Tolfrey. It was, it was just the way he carried himself, right? The way he picked himself off the mat after taking a big hit. Because a lot of quarterbacks are really good until they get popped in the mouth or until the pocket breaks apart. But he got destroyed, right? He got blown up on that targeting play in the fourth quarter. 
what does he do? He responds. Like, he doesn't fold. He got better. Um, and that's an incredibly encouraging sign for Badger fans to have a quarterback who can take a shot like that, pick himself up, and continue to stand in there and deliver. I thought he played exceptionally well as a freshman, redshirt freshman. Uh, he looked like he threw a better ball. He had a better command. Uh, this is something Curtis, uh, the playmaker, comes on the show a lot. He talked about how excited he was for locking this offense. He said, like, this guy is is going to help unlock things. Uh, Coach Anderson has said the same thing. Justin said the same thing. And they were all right. They, they were all right. He, as a thrower, he looked better than Mordecai has, period. Now, he again, he doesn't have the legs. He's got to clean himself the ball security, but... You, you, I don't, I don't know how you can be anything but incredibly encouraged after the first start uh, for Braden Locke because it's going to get better, right? You, like the younger you are, the more these reps mean. The the growth is going to continue. He's going to continue to get better and better and learn from these mistakes because he's going to get more and more reps, right? This is the first week he's really gotten those first team reps. And if you think about it like that, you got to be excited. Now, listen, next week it's Ohio State is a buzzsaw. It's really hard. But after that, there's a lot of games on this schedule where Braden Locke could really play really well and catapult himself into the offseason, into next year with a really daunting schedule, but give the Badgers some certainty at quarterback potentially. So a major stock up, major stock up on Braden Locke. Yeah, very, very great. I mean, great game by Braden Locke. Nolan Rucci stock up, right? And it, it might have just been one play, but I want to go bigger here. I want to go 30,000 foot. I want to zoom out. He's been engaged. And you know how you know he's been engaged? Because this is a guy, he came in, if you remember, Nolan Rucci coming in as a five-star tackle, right? He could have gone to any school in the country. He came in, he didn't play. Then he didn't play again. He's still not playing. A lot of those guys check out mentally. They just do. They check out, they transfer. Do you know how you know he hasn't checked out? Because the coaching staff schemed up a play to put in for him in practice. And they used it in a game. And they wouldn't have done that if he had checked out. I think that's incredibly encouraging, both from – and it's not surprising. Like, I've talked to his dad uh, and his mom on the Bucky cast. We did an interview with them. So it's not surprising. They are cut from exceptionally well cloth. Um, but it's it's encouraging from a culture standpoint. And then he made the play. Like, let's not gloss over that. There's a lot of offensive linemen. If you have to go up and extend to catch a ball in a huge moment on the road, they they find a way to fumble that. They don't They don't bring it in. Give that dude, give Nolan credit, man. It's a wide open play. A lot of people drop wide open plays in big moments. We've seen it from some of our receivers, right? I like that. And that wasn't the easiest catch. Big man had to extend. He had to climb the ladder. So yeah, definitely stock up. I know it's based off of one play, but it's also based off the fact that you could tell he's been engaged in this process, right? Because if he hadn't been, the coaches wouldn't put a play in for him. I think that's a way of rewarding him in a, in a sense, because it's really easy for highly ranked prospects to check out. It's really easy for any type of prospect to check out if you're not playing. I'm glad. I was. I love seeing it. I'm still hopeful for the future there, but definitely stock up Nolan Rucci. Stock up Will Pauling. Seven for 95 in the touchdown. And a, and a touchdown where he had to go make a play on the ball. There's, there's touchdown catches where you're reactive, like a quick slant at the seven-yard line. You catch it, you're done. There's touchdown passes where you're wide open. You get a step or two, and you just have to concentrate, but it's a relatively easy catch. And then there's touchdown catches where you got to go up and make a play. There's two defenders back there. There's a safety with an angle to the football. I, I like that Braden Locke threw it up there, but a lot of safeties maybe make a better play on that ball. Either way, Pauling is the guy who went up and made the play. He went up and high-pointed it. He cut in front of the safety. Sure hands, touchdown. Let's go pick him up, put him down. Stock up Will Pauling. He did have a drop on the day on a crossing route. Not the greatest throw, but one he has to catch. 
But overall, seven catches, 95 yards, a touchdown at an enormous juncture of this game where the Badgers desperately needed points on the board. Stock up, Will Pauling. Uh, stock up, Hunter Wohler. 13 tackles, six solo. I mean, it it's just like a broken record, right? Leading the Badgers in tackles again, Hunter Wohler. And again, it, not necessarily something you want to see from your safety, leading the team in tackles. But it's reflective of kind of the front seven issues. But also, the Hunter Wohler is a playmaker on this team. He had a couple really big ones. He had a big takedown on Luke Altmaier in the fourth quarter to kind of keep Illinois to a three and out there where they had to punt the ball back to Wisconsin. He's just a sure tackler. He misses a couple here and there, but he's a guy that more often than not, more often than not, when he has an opportunity in the open field, he's going to bring the guy down. And Wisconsin needs a couple more of those dudes, but stock up Hunter Wohler. All right, coming up, we're going to talk about some stock down moments. Plus, take a look at the Big Ten West. What does this actually mean for Wisconsin? That is coming up next on Lockdown Badgers. But first, our game breaker of the week, Braylon Allen. We talked about it. A just an incredible game, somebody who really put the Badgers on his back. And much like Braylon Allen, Athletic Brewing is changing the name of the non-alcoholic brewing game. They have completely outdone the competition. A great tasting non-alcoholic beer, award-winning. They have over 50 styles of craft, IPAs, uh, golden sours, whatever you want. And that's the best part about it because I love variety in my beer. And Athletic Brewing has all the variety you need, plus they're fit for all times. You can use, I use them for my buddy actually down the road, um, Eric, he just ran a, a marathon and he's really been big on athletic brewing because much like me, he's a hophead. He likes his beer, but you can't do that when you're running a marathon. You can't be constantly weighing yourself down. So he turned into athletic brewing just to get him ready for that. And now he's hooked on it. Athletic brewing fit for all times, no hangovers, great flavor, great variety. Absolutely incredible. You can find Athletic Brewing's non-alcoholic brews at a store near you or buy online at athleticbrewing.com. First time customers use code Locked On. Get 15% off your first online order. That's code locked on at checkout for 15% athleticbrewing.com. Near beer exclusions and conditions apply. Athletic Brewing Company fit for all times. Today's episode is also brought to you by our friends of the show over at Prize Picks. Prize Picks is easily, by far, the best daily fantasy platform in America, in the world, as far as I'm concerned. Largest independently owned DFS platform in America. And they make it incredibly easy. You no longer have to play. All these daily fantasy pros, sharks, these hordes of people in the basements clickety-clacketing through data analytics and beating you because you have no chance because you have a life. All you need to do with prize picks, pick two to six players over under on stats, and that's it. Watch the winnings roll in. It's incredibly simple. You're in and out in 60 seconds. Make your picks. Uh, it's a lot of fun, right? You don't need to spend hours studying it. It's simple. The website is incredibly easy to use. It's not intimidating like a lot of other ones. And... PrizePix now offers Apple Pay for quick and easy deposits into your account for this football season. It is the best place that I go to for all my DFS. Go to prizepix.com slash college. Use code college for a first deposit match up to $100. That's prizepix.com slash college. Use code college for a first deposit match up to $100. PrizePix daily fantasy sports made easy. All right, let's keep going here. Uh, let's talk some stock down because, you know, it, it's not all good. It's not all gravy with this game um tackling in space and discipline now we've we've uh, looked at this issue from multiple tentacles right like multiple angles right is it an athletic thing do we like the athletes to tackle in space is it a discipline thing are we overrunning angles are we not getting leverage right is it a under aggressive thing like the players just need to commit and make a decisive move instead of waiting for the action to come the answer is yes 
Honestly, honestly, it's yes to all of them. Check, check, check. It's yes. Like we lack athletes in space to some degree. I, I, I continue to think we can talk all we want about angles and discipline and aggressiveness versus under aggressiveness. I continue to think those are all kind of symptoms of the bigger issue where we just don't have enough athletes in space. Because if you have athletes in space, you can outrun mistakes. You can, you, you don't always need the perfect technique or discipline. Right now, it feels like we need to be perfect on our, our run fits. We need to be perfect on our eye discipline. We need to be perfect getting our outside shoulder, you know, maintaining that outside leverage to force Altmaier and those guys back inside to where our help is. Sometimes the better teams aren't perfect in those things either. They just have better athletes. They have linebackers who run four fours, right? They have six foot three, 200 pound safeties running a four, three, eight. They have defensive linemen who are 280 pounds, six, six running a four, eight. Those things make up for discipline. You don't have to be so perfect, right? Right now it feels like we have to be perfect in a lot of ways because just in certain spots and it's, it's not a knock on our guys. I just don't think we have the athleticism in the front seven that we've had in the recent years. So you saw it in this game. You saw Altmaier in, in various moments make Kamoi Latou miss, make Daryl Peterson miss, make Muma miss, make Cheney miss, right? Those are huge plays. Uh, those, those, those are really big drive extending plays for Illinois. So I, to me, it's a stock down there. Uh, another one stuck down Alexander Smith. I loved what he did last year. I think it's a couple people point out he's probably just more of a zone corner. This scheme isn't a great fit for him, but I, again, a bit of a rough game from Alexander Smith. Gave up a touchdown pass. I, yeah, he just doesn't. He doesn't look like he's fully comfortable in this scheme. Um, and it is what it is. It's unfortunate. I think he came back to continue to improve his draft stock. That has certainly hasn't happened this year. Missed some of last year with injury. Um, yeah, for a lot of reasons. It's just felt like a disjointed year for Alexander Smith. Stock down special teams. You just can't botch a field goal in that situation. On the road, tight game, points at a premium. To not even get the kickoff. I mean, punting was fine in this game. I thought I thought DK had a, a bit of an underwhelming punt return game. There's a, It feels like at times he doesn't have a great feel for when to feel the ball inside the 20, when to let it roll. You know, like... I think he's pretty sure-handed for the most part. You can do way worse in the punt return game than DK, but I also think you can do better. Um, but, like, again, you can do way worse than DK. Don't get me wrong. Sure-handed, like, that's the number one thing. But I think Wisconsin could use an uptick there because I feel like we're losing the hidden yardage game on special teams. But the big one is you can't botch a field goal. You can't even – to not even get the kickoff, that's like an automatic stock down for the special teams. So, stock down, got you've got to hit the gimmies. You've got to get the layups in big boy football. And we failed to do that in this game. All right. What does this mean? Let's zoom out really quick. What does this mean? Big 10 West Wisconsin has a half game lead on Iowa. I told y'all, listen, I told y'all do not be surprised if Iowa loses two more games like that. That team is such an easy team to get tripped up somewhere because of how terrible their offense is. Right? So what do they have left? Cause I've said it before. I'm going to go, listen, let me preface this. I'm going to go to the Iowa state game. I'm going to cheer my ass off. I will be on cloud nine if they win, but I don't think we're beating Ohio State. I've said that since the offseason, right? So I think we have another loss in us. And then you have to battle. You have to battle Nebraska, Minnesota. Those aren't going to be gimmies for this Wisconsin team. But you can reason, you can say, I see a, I see a path for Wisconsin to win the rest of their Big Ten games outside of Ohio State. That means Iowa has to lose one more. They have to have one more loss, right? Who do they have left? They have Northwestern, Rutgers, Illinois, and Nebraska. I don't think Northwestern can beat them, but Rutgers, Illinois, Nebraska, any one of those three teams can beat Iowa. And I bet you one or two of them do. 
So what, what I'm telling you is it's not going to be the easiest road to hope, road to hope. Um, but if Wisconsin was, I think Wisconsin is still somewhat in the driver's seat here in the West. So that's what I would say. Even with the Ohio State game, I think I was going to drop one or two more games because their offense is prehistorically bad. They're they're not even one of the good prehistoric dinosaurs. They're like one of the the ones nobody knows about, right? They don't even put those fossils in the museum. They are bad dinosaur, prehistorically bad. Wisconsin just needs to, I, oh my gosh. And if they could beat Ohio State, they're winning the West. But Wisconsin just needs to take care of business. I think Iowa's going to lose another game and we could still be right where we had hoped it would be to some degree this year. So anyway, on Wisconsin, that's my stock up, stock down. Let me know where you think I was wrong. If you enjoy the show, if you like the platform, Join us on the Lockdown Badger subtext. It is just kind of a special, different place. It doesn't, nothing changes with the show, but it's a place where we, you can have kind of more one-on-one conversations with me. I've really enjoyed that aspect of it. Um, I'm working on putting out a newsletter that's going to kind of go to that group. Uh, I also occasionally get some insider tidbits that I can't really always put out here. And that's a place where that started to live. So if you enjoy the content and if you want to support the show, the subtext is a great place to do it. It is. $4.99 $4.99 a month, but there is a 14-day free trial. So if you don't like it, no stresses, right? And listen, there's no stress no matter what. Like if, if it's not something you're interested in, it's all good too. This content stays the same. But if you would like to support the show, that is the place I've kind of pivoted because I want to do something where if I'm asking for any type of help or any type of support, you're getting extra value for it. And there is extra value to the subtext, but I have had people just reach out and ask how they can support that's a great way to do it as well. And there is a free trial right now. So if you want to join the subtext, I would love to have you there. Um, there are just some free, like kind of some insider tidbits that go there. There's also going to be a newsletter that goes there pretty soon. That's in the works. So if you'd like to, um, I would love to have you. If you don't, absolutely no worries. I love to have you on this. I, I love to just continue to have you on the show anyway. On Wisconsin, we'll talk later.